0: Welcome back. Where's my music? There should still be some music. We'll bring it back. We'll do it I like twice. It. I got a little button that I can play music hey, nobody
1: got time. <laughs> all
0: day long. Wait, no, <laughs> I did it on purpose. I did it on purpose. Okay. Well, and, and sp- seriously, like when you get up front and you end a service and, and you're waiting for the piano to come in the background because it is so much easier to get in your Holy spirit groove on stage we got a little music in the background. Well, I took it away from you specifically. Yeah, and totally threw up. That's my right cuz I'm in control. All right, this Father's Day Part 2. I was hoping so let's bring out Part 1 if we could get it out like Monday or Tuesday and then Part 2 release on Father's Day. It's like a secret extra episode. Wow, for all our fathers out there. So we're really excited. We are here with Macy.
2: Hi, I'm back.
0: Macy andy's oldest eldest daughter. She's old, too. She's like an old lady.
2: Whatever. And Hannah. Hi.
0: My favorite daughter.
2: Why?
1: No,
0: I don't want my puppy to hear that. Oh, yeah. Chloe, it's still you. For sure, It's Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, um, but our two daughters, and we're talking through life. So last week, if you weren't here, we talked about kind of faith journey and the ingredients, the core, the the responsibility of a good papa in a family um, and the impact it can have. And we talked about, hey, where we've been pretty good, where we still are learning. Um, and then we started talking about family and the importance of a, of a papa in the family. And Andy, you were leading our our young ladies I think we ended on a question we ended on a high note we had asked them what did we do so well and Hannah just kept going and going and the 30 minutes were up Um, but uh, we were going to ask the contrary of that the converse we were we're going to uh, get to
2: we're we're jumping
3: right in we're jumping in the deep end but first I got a good dad joke for you
2: I mean it's not going to be good
3: (laughs) is there going to be a song included no No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, Hannah, that there's only 25 letters in the alphabet? Do you know why? Why? One for each hour. Do you know why? Do you Uh. know why? Oh. Get it? Why?
2: I still don't get it. Like Like the the letter
3: Y. Do you know why?
2: You are not... (sighs) Is not a crazy is men.
3: getting violently. That's visibly, a good joke. You Do you know if you get soap sh- if you're singing in a shower and you get soap in the shower in your mouth, you know what you're you, you, you now it's a soap opera. Uh, get it an opera? Ah!
2: Yeah,
0: no, I got that one. The why I, I actually didn't.
3: The get. why
2: we got, but we didn't want to get. is just like too it, bad. it's not.
0: <laughs> All right, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> and that is poor it. leadership in the family. Now yep. <laughs> we're gonna go back to our conversation with Andy M.
3: Alright, all right. so let's jump in. So last week we talked about good things we do as dads. We're going to talk a little bit more about the good things we do as dads because we just need to be egos and get our egos filled up for the week. But before we do that... It is Father's Day week. It is too. Father's Day week, dude. Happy Father's Day.
0: Bit. Happy Father's Day to you, Andy. Thank you. Happy was, Father's Day to you, what JB. The best <laughs> gift that you have ever gotten for Father's Day? Children.
2: Oh. Uh, that came on Father's Day? No,
0: but that's what made me a father. And that's the best they could give
3: you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. That was good, wasn't it? That was a good answer. That
2: was good. Thanks, appreciate yeah. it. What do you want from me now?
3: Um, I actually want a new jet boil for, for hunting and camping.
0: What is the best gift I've ever gotten for Father's Day? Hannah, any thoughts?
1: Anything Michigan?
0: That's true. That's like
1: a go-to. Put a, a, put a Michigan
0: M on something. I want it. And I need I it. I want it.
3: How about if you put a, a Michigan M on an Ohio State jersey? Well, since we're their daddies.
2: Oh, I hated that. I hated all of that. God, it too.
3: That's terrible. All right. Let's just jump in. All right. Here we go.
0: Are you ready, JB? I'm ready. All right. Yeah, I'm not. I feel like there's some animosity. There's some tension in the rooms now that we're going to the convert. Yeah, there's there's
3: some tension. All right. So, Mace, we're going to start with you.
2: Oh, gosh. OK. All
3: right. You can be honest. You can be transparent.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. I'll disown you later.
2: Oh, wow.
3: There's such an inheritance. Yeah. Like, watch your mark. <laughs> what is uh, one thing I failed as a father?
2: One thing. Or, I'm just. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Yo,
3: dog. <laughs> hey, Hannah. At the you be thinking. You, you be thinking, Hannah. <laughs>
1: Our show. <laughs>
2: um. Well, I think that. You know, I, so I am the oldest of their children, um, and I also was an unplanned child, and they also- You were
3: planned by God, just not by me.
2: Totally, totally. <laughs> no, I don't claim that over my identity, but I know you guys have. Um, anyway, so yeah, being the oldest, being not, they weren't very prepared for me. I think that both of my parents had a lot of growing up to do, and in that growing up, I was kind of brought along for that, and so- um, I think that obviously I don't have children of my own, but I'm assuming that no matter what, when in life you have kids, there's a growing up period that has to happen. Um, but because my parents were so newly married and so young, well, not so young, but very young, so we were
3: young, we were young and yeah. so stupid. Yeah, absolutely.
2: I think that there were a lot of situations that I was kind of brought along for or dragged in the middle of that you know, hindsight, 50, 50, it's like, Oh, you know, maybe our child shouldn't be around when we're, you know, hashing out arguments or doing things. No, no, (laughs) they weren't bad influences, (laughs) but I think that there were a lot of things that it, you know, you know, you didn't know how to prepare for it or handle it or, or deal with it when there were listening ears around. And I, um, so I think that was something that as a part of my life learning, like, you know, I have something that I've overcome is a lot of like attachment And relationship issues in that, like, I'm a very clingy person to people that I feel safe around. And so, because I was always with the two of them, always clingy, always there, because, you know, it was the three of us, we did everything together. Learning as an adult now, like, it's okay to be independent. It's okay to not have to have someone Mm. there to be clingy with. And so, not that that's a failure on your part as a father, but just realizing who that kind of shaped me to be and the things I've had to overcome and work through in that situation because of what I went through and, and you know things like that. So I wouldn't say it's like, oh, you were a failure in these areas. It's just you were learning how to be a father. And you had more kids, more kids and you were able to figure it out as it went down. But I don't
3: the, know that we figured it you know. <laughs> out. We're going to be honest. I don't know that we figured it up out. You know, you know what's interesting about that? And, and I want to share. it's great feedback. It is really great yeah. feedback. And thank you, Mace. Um, what's really interesting about that is we got married, and some of you guys might understand this. We got married and two months, three months later, we got pregnant. And so really – Macy was not our our thought it was God's plan and and in that um, I think she was a part of helping us grow up faster than we desired because my wife and I didn't even really know each other as married couple yet we didn't get to experience well, the things obviously that obviously
0: didn't know well we so.
3: knew each other in that <laughs> way
1: we haven't had that talk with oh, Andrew yet, man. so sorry. <laughs> um
3: we did, yeah. but we didn't we didn't have a life together that we had built. And so there was still unrecognized dream, unmet expectations, un unrealistic personalities and and maturity immaturities and all that. And I do think I think that Macy did get the brunt of some of that having to learn on the fly. But it's interesting that I'll say this to some guys out there. Um, um I, I think I've realized this over the years. Um uh, your kids watch what you do and hear what you say and that's sometimes great and that's sometimes bad and I think what Macy was alluding to is there are probably things that we should have protected her from more than we did we just didn't know that we should yeah does that make sense yeah. is, that, is that what you're kind of saying
2: yeah yeah or yeah yeah no that's that's right
3: and, and not that it's scarred her, not that it's wounded her totally. that I know of. Um, totally. She's just been in counseling for 20 years. But you
2: know, um, uh,
0: it's just. But it did frame her identity. Identity. Right? Yeah, it's sure. Yeah. She yeah. talked Absolutely. a little bit about a balance in relationships that, that she missed because she was exposed to some things, maybe premature.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right, Hannah. Okay. What's one thing
1: that one.
0: you think, just one. It's not a two-part question.
1: Are you sure?
2: (laughs) I got material. (laughs) (laughs) She's been saving up.
1: Hmm, I'd say one thing is just, like, the perfectionism, and then if it doesn't go, like, perfectly according to his, like, ideal plan, then the whole thing's just off, and he's just, I'm not doing it anymore. It's done. And so then all of the family is just like, oh, okay. And we don't know what to do because he's just out of it. So, yeah.
3: How would that feel? Is that
0: awkward? Is that an awkward silence? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sorry.
0: No, I mean, it's fair. And hey, guys, we said transparent, right? I can burn a vacation or a party down or I can build it up. And so I think to Hannah's feedback, there's been things that I've burnt down because it didn't fit that perfect image or the perfect plan. I'm a prep guy. Like, that's why I write our scripts for the show a lot of times. Like, I like to plan things out. My first kid, I waited five years and had her, even the month she was born was scheduled. Like, I was very intentional with windows and everything. And, um, And so when things don't go according to plan that's tough for me. And yet if I can overcome it, things come out well. So it's, it's fair feedback.
3: You know, it, it's, it's a, uh, and I want to ask a couple more questions of you girls, but it's interesting to me, man, how many of you have actually sat back and asked your children, what can I do better?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. We think, and I don't understand where this has come to our psyche as guys and as fathers, and even as husbands, I don't think, I I don't understand where it's coming to our psyche that we think we know what we're doing. (laughs) Right? That's fair. It's an interesting deal. Like, what is wrong with asking the question to your children, can I do something better? Is there something I'm not not doing well? Is there something I'm failing in? Is there something that's causing harm? What can I do better as a father? And for some reason, most men don't ask that question. I, I know that I haven't. I mean, there's been times where maybe I've, I've alluded to it, but I haven't asked the direction to take my child my, my child out and, and on a one-on-one conversation and say, hey, I want to do good by you. I want to make sure that I don't, I, uh, where am I? where do you see me struggling as a father? Mm-hmm. That's an okay question, guys. Why? Because that's a question that says I actually love the person that I'm trying to raise. I don't know, and here's, honestly, I have three different, I have three kids. All three of them have different personalities, needs, desires, wants, all these different things. I don't have the same formula for every child. I can't because they're individual kids. Yet, I don't know what the formula is for each of them. So why is it so hard for us just to ask our children, hey, what can I do better as a father?
0: That's a great question. It's just humbling.
3: It's right. humbling, right? That we don't know everything. Yeah. That's
0: why the reason we don't ask for directions. That's why we don't ask our wife. Yeah, that's, that's why, why we don't ask our
3: wife. What can I do better as a husband?
0: Luckily, she tells us without the asking. So it's not as quiet. Hey guys, as we close out the family category, we'll be going into future. You're Macy, I think you're a couple points ahead right now. So well done. Well done. If we had an applause track.
2: It's not it's not worth it, Hannah
0: but we don't. Um, So, but last question for families and we'll go to Hannah after she broke my heart with the last one. (laughs) We talk about God having a calling on individuals, right? As Papa's, we know there's a calling on our life. There's a calling for us to speak identity and destiny over our daughters. We're going to talk about that in the next category. As a family, though, we've always talked about we feel like God has given a calling to our family. What is that for your family, Hannah, and and how did your dad help you guys kind of live that?
1: I think the calling for our family is like helping and serving others and like leading others. Like I feel like we did the David story, but as a family, we always serve others so that we can lead others, too. And I think that's one of the things that we do so well is we're in hospitality, we're in worship, we're in children's church. We're always trying to find ways where we can connect to other people and serve others. And I think, I mean, that's brag, but our family just does it really well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, brag, girl, brag. That's ain't, awesome. Ain't no party like a backist party because a party <laughs> don't. That's true. That's fair. That's well, a good answer. I love that. Macy. Yeah. What's the calling for your family?
2: Well, you know, I kind of have a funny story along this question Can I, do I have time we'll, for me we'll to decide. tell Yeah, it? go ahead funny. Yeah, we'll no, decide. it's not funny it's not funny <laughs> it was just the reality of I feel like f- this is not just like a men or women thing I think this is just a fleshly thing that's like when you're given a calling it's easy to not want to walk into that and it's easy to like for to, the serving to, to, know to be like it, I'd rather right. not I'd rather sit at home than <laughs> or go or home Jonah. Start. Th- sorry, yeah Jonah. exactly so I'll never forget this was my dad was working um in the business world. So he took a step out from ministry. And so I had no idea that he was looking at going back into ministry. I don't know if he even was, or if this opportunity just kind of came to him because of the Lord. And he sat down, my family, we all sat down and had a family meeting and, um, you know, he looked at all of the kids and he said, just so you guys know, I've taken a job as a pastor and, you know, we're going back into full-time ministry. Oh, I'm going to start crying telling the story.
0: Me mm-hmm. see.
2: Um, I don't have
0: tissue, but I got a sleeve.
2: No, it's okay. <laughs> it's
0: a good dad right there. Long sleeves, man.
2: Anyway, so he says, you know, I've taken a job of going back into full-time ministry, and I remember in that moment just breaking down and sobbing Mm -hmm. um, because that wasn't what I wanted. Um, Bearing the weight of being in ministry is hard, and it's heavy, and seeing your dad go through that, going through that as a pastor's kid, like we talked about, you know, last episode, it's heavy. It's a lot, and I remember just sobbing, like, don't do this. And so as I've come into an adult and grown up and, you know, become more spiritually mature realizing like that is the calling that's on our family specifically is leadership it's so strongly on my mom it's so strongly on my dad lately I feel like I've walked into a lot of doors where you know or even as a kid you know in group projects being like oh Macy you be the leader or even you know with my brother you be the captain of the soccer team like we didn't choose that it's just so strong this presence of the Lord on our family of We are called to be leaders and to lead by example and to be strong leaders. And so I would say that is definitely the calling on our family. And it's very, very clearly seen from who my parents are, who my dad is. Um, But sometimes, you know, you see, oh, well, that's just who he is. But who he is and his calling does, you know, filter down, emanate down to the whole family.
3: Good word. That's like a
0: college word. Well, she
3: I went paid to Nau. For it. <laughs>
2: no, I ASU. To ASU. She's a sun devil.
0: Uh, Who went to Nau?
1: She did no, also. I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, only I know the fake whole time. story
0: where your dad was crying <laughs> about yeah. Nau. So, but next time we get together, yeah, Miss Macy, that's a different conversation. No, good answer. And I would just challenge our men out there. There is a calling on your family. Yeah. You know, some of you are called to be givers, right? Some of you are called to make that money. Some of you are called to to come alongside a leader and be that Joshua that's like, what can I take off your plate? There, and some of you are called to lead from the front. And and so finding that calling as a family and then championing that is such an important part of being a good papa, I think is, is identifying it and then saying we're going to walk in it. And it makes the decisions easier and i i hear you may see the the tears when you went back into the ministry i remember the tears of my girls when we said we're leaving ministry mm-hmm. um and and the the weight of those but but we could come back to the identity of the family and mm-hmm. say but we're gonna still walk in our calling totally. it's gonna look yeah. different
3: well and i think too i think you know for her <clears throat> and for all my kids in that situation it wasn't just about the calling on our family it was about the the pressure that it puts back on my family, mm-hmm. and for a while there, the pressure of of every time I go out somewhere, somebody's watching. Every time, you know, the identity, the identity that comes um, from the role that we play, from the leadership role, also uh, puts pressure on us. Right? It's just like a it, you're like a frog in a kettle.
2: Yeah. And I, I think
3: th- that was part of it.
2: Yeah, but I think that growing and maturing is you know who I am in an adult and all those things you realize like it doesn't matter your vocation what you're calling is on your family or on who you are as an individual as a man as a family as a leader that you know doesn't matter your vocation and so now as an adult I'm not tied to that identity of who you know that's who I am I am a leader that is what God's called me to but it's not like the pressure of it it's like I get to choose to serve and do that enjoy because I know that's what the Lord's called me to and you know going back to that story I shared like in that moment you could have seen the pain and the frustration that we had, but you knew that's what the Lord called you back to. And so you walked in obedience and said, no, like, I know this is hard for my family, but I'm trusting what the Lord has said. And still again, going back, leading by example and saying, I know it's hard. I know this is kind of not what we wanted for everybody right now, but I know this is what the Lord has so clearly called us to. And so again, another example of just like, even when it's hard, even when it's not what I planned, you know, my dad was able to step up and lead by example and, you know, where in my life have I been able to do that? Like, this is not the job I wanted. This is not the job I plan. This is not the relationship I want, but I'm going to pursue it and walk in it because the Lord has called it. So,
0: so Macy, this is a good segue into our future, right? As we talk about who you girls are going to be, and we talk about the importance of a heavenly Papa giving us identity and setting our destiny. How did your dad help you identify who you were? Because we've talked about identifying who your family is called to mm-hmm. be. But you specifically have such a neat ministry and a neat calling on your life. How did how did that Thank come you. about? Hannah wants to know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Um, yeah, I think it's just... Well, so a lot of pastors, I don't know if you guys have picked this up by listening to these podcasts yet, but my dad and JB aren't like you your Because you listen
0: tippo- to it all the time.
2: Yeah, I'm an, an <laughs> avid subscriber.
0: <laughs> Said none of our kids <laughs> ever. <laughs> Go on, I kid.
2: No, but for example, my dad, JB, you both are not your conventional pastors, right? Like you're not the, we're going to church and I'm wearing the white, what are those white collared things that Catholic <laughs> pastors wear?
3: What are those called? They're called a know? collar. Oh, oh, it's just called a collar. Just a collar I, I had oh, a shirt yeah. like that. I needed to wear it when I went to hospitals when I was early in the ministry so that they actually think I was actually a, a pastor. Mm-hmm. I just
0: mm-hmm. brought a business card. No, I didn't have that. I just brought it.
2: The point <laughs> is, you, you know, you were able to relieve that pressure of like, this is your identity. I'm, you know, boom, 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 banging it over the head, you know, and you hear a lot of like, you know, in the Bible Belt and all these things like that is your identity is you are a pastor's kid. Where for me, it's like, that's who I am. But I know that's not my identity. And my dad allowed us to freely explore, you know, what our passions were, what our desires were in this life, you know, and raise us up in a godly way. And so that it wasn't like who you are is based on who I am. It's who Mm. you are is based on who God's called you to be. Let's explore what that looks like. And so
0: dang,
3: that'll preach. Well, I appreciate that, miss. I never wanted my kids to love Jesus because it was my job. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't make sense to me it as a is father, your job, but it is my job as a dad, not but as, as a dad. A vocation. Yeah. As a vocation. I know I've always said this and I've said this about my wife as a pastor. Now this is specific as a pastor, but I'll, I'll relate it to guys in general. My job and my calling is not necessarily theirs. Right. And that's different. It, we have one as a family, like we talked about, but it, my personal one is not theirs. And I never put pressure on any of my children nor my wife. To be in any sort of capacity that they didn't want to be, and I never asked them like you have to you have to do this because of who I am. Like that was never that was never going to be it. Um,
0: uh, it well, was never a pressure. That was part of your maturity of having been in the ministry and then coming back to the ministry. I'd be interested to hear. Did you do that the first time around? Um, cause yeah, I would say I put pressure on my children and my wife to I, 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 you show know, up and be a certain something just because of our calling, right? Fake it till you make it. Sometimes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And no, uh, I've never been a guy who's great at faking anything. You know what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking pretty much. And maybe to the, to a fault.
0: Um, but I think for
3: guys out there, what I'm trying to say about this whole thing is this, um, you can't force your faith on your children. You can only lead them to a faith of their own. Yeah. And so many guys feel like if my child is not this perfect Christian or or um, what my hopes and dreams are for them is to be this. Listen, man, my daughter loves God and it's not because of what I did and told her what to do. It's because I put her in environments where she was allowed to have that opportunity. Yeah. And it was not under the pressure of you. You have to be this because I'm this. It was under the pressure of I just want God to. I want you to experience what I've experienced and how do I put you in an environment? How do I create an environment? How do I, um, dwell in that same environment with you where God can speak to both of us, which is really interesting because we, we, God has spoken to us both differently on a bunch of different things, especially when it comes to who we serve, how we serve, where we even go to church, what, 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 um, what gifts we have, what we even think theologically a little bit differently. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and
0: that's okay because the faith has become her own. So Hannah, no, we will always be in union. And what I, Hannah, Hannah B, what is an example of how your father on earth, not in heaven has helped boost your self-esteem so that you can chase after your calling?
1: I think this kind of different is because my dad and I are kind of similar in like personality wise. And I think we're both very, so you
0: would say you're a perfectionist also.
1: No, sometimes you
0: want to burn it down also when (laughs) it doesn't go right.
1: But I think we're both like set apart. I mean, as Christians, we're obviously set apart. But like, I think we're just set out from the crowd. Like a famous quote is like, how can you blend in when you're born to stand out? And I think my dad and I really just stand out. And I think he doesn't just like he always uh, affirms that and says you should stand out, but like lead with. I don't know I don't, yeah. you know what i'm saying though right
0: no i like that i mean i think we're a family that can't hide mm-hmm. everybody remembers us long after we do when you have a six foot five white boy and a little indian <laughs> girl that come to your church people remember that couple and I, and i think we've seen that on our lives and i see that with hannah is you're gonna stand out you're gonna be different now what are you gonna do with that yeah, that's yeah. Good. and and it's not fun walking that out in public yeah. school or charter school or Christian school it is not easy and yet Hannah, rises to that occasion and she knows who she is and she can't walk away from it Yeah. sometimes even when she wants to yeah <laughs> we all
2: want to
0: sometimes. i i'm excited this is this is the moment i have been waiting for macy are you ready it's our new segment
1: okay
0: it's called one more thing and it, it comes from Columbo because i'm they
3: don't old. even know who Columbo
0: is bro nerd you, they don't even
1: know who it is why so hasn't why? there
3: been a reboot of that you know what i was wondering about a couple days ago of I was all the reboots. No, no, no! That time we have, on, I realized
0: rebooted Spider-Man three times in the 2000s, and we can't get a new combo.
3: You know what? You know what? I I thought about a couple days ago. I was driving, and I heard the the four
0: f- times if you count the. Listen cartoon. to me.
3: Continue. I was driving down the street. <laughs> I got the ultimate remake. By the way, this is an aside from this conversation. I came
0: up with four times in 20 years. Listen, I've got the ultimate
3: remake, like the ultimate. It can't. You can't do better than what I'm going to say. I was driving down the street a couple days ago. and I heard the Eagles. You know the Eagles, the band. I mean, somewhere that Joe Walsh a wrote a band. song somewhere on the di- All right, anyways there's a movie from the 70s called the Warriors I know Warriors why haven't they Warriors <laughs> come out and play I mean, can you dig it Why haven't they remade that movie, bro? No, there's
0: no modern-day version of it. That
3: would be the ultimate remake.
0: All right, Hollywood, if you're listening, if you ever
3: listen to this, remake the Warriors. All right, go ahead, sorry.
0: All right, so one more thing, which Columbo would utter is, you thought he was leaving, but he had one more question. So one more thing. Macy, I'm going to come to you first, and and we'll go back and forth, because we want to hear what you guys have to say about it. One more thing a dad could do to support his daughter.
2: Listen. I Dang think it. truly listen. Oh, did I steal your answer? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Hannah says ditto on that one. Hannah, yep. one more thing that you would like your dad's credit card to purchase.
1: Boba. Every day. Boba. 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 You like Boba?
0: loves her
3: no. Boba. Oh, I can't. <gasps> no. Oh, well, what flavor? I'm
1: too, wh- I'm too than... white for it, I think.
0: <laughs> what's, your, what's your flavor of choice?
1: Like winter melon.
2: Wait, do you like like the tapioca pudding? Yeah, yeah,
1: Oh my
0: god, she makes it all the time at our house. We we have tied
3: it's Boba amazing. All the time. It's
2: just so fun. Wow,
3: Macy, what do you want my credit card
0: for?
2: Gas, mortgage, groceries, <laughs> the, the things I don't want to spend money on. All
0: right, Macy, one more thing you wish your dad did more of.
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: Oh, I I know.
2: What would you answer?
0: Stop doing everything.
2: <laughs> I don't think that.
0: Rest. Uh, I, Hannah, one more thing you wish your dad did more of.
1: Prob- I mean, I would just say listen more. Like, yeah.
0: Okay, we've already heard this. <laughs> Macy, one more thing your dad should do less of.
2: Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Every, stop. Just like, stop. I
0: feel like you guys are tied, and we're about ready for Hannah to edge you out at the end. Oh I no. need
1: rapid <laughs> I fire oh.
0: answers. <laughs> Hannah, one more thing your dad should do less of.
1: Be quick to anger.
0: <laughs> ka <Ka-ching. laughs> I just said I had gotten over that. Do
1: I get one more point?
0: Yeah, you Shoot, get negative. No. Points. <laughs> Hannah, one more thing that your dad never knew that you did that was naughty.
1: I feel like you know everything, so...
0: She is. She's my transparent girl. Like, she'll come home and be like, Dad. But I can't think of anything bad she's ever done. This kid (laughs) did not get beat enough. That's what I have to say. (laughs) Macy, one more thing that your dad never knew that you were doing naughty.
2: Yes, yeah, so the problem is I'm the oldest and I'm the tattled, so, like, I just... I
0: you are. You are the tattletale of all
3: of them. Like, you tell me <laughs> stuff that still goes on today that you shouldn't tell I me. I know,
2: and I want to be so cool with my siblings, but then they tell me something and I'm like, I gotta tell dad about <laughs> that one. <laughs> I spoil it for myself.
0: Oh, that's the best kids ever. I may see one more great idea for dads to do as a date idea for their kids.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Um take them shot take your daughter shopping well is this that was miserable daughters? do you remember no, the no no, no, th- no no
3: time out do you remember the time <laughs> we did that you and me no we went to desert we went to up to the store at desert some store that had a bunch of clothes in there and i stood by a rack Yeah. and you walked around and picked out and i just stood there
2: okay so you weren't shopping with her <laughs>
3: i didn't know what oh, to do dang. I didn't know what out. to do. I think that's hard for dads. And, and the reason I'm stopping you, I, I love the idea take your daughter shopping and be active and part of that. I think that's hard for dads. And here's why. I think that's what, and I, I really appreciate you saying that because it's hard. It was hard for me to actually um, find something because what I've seen is most dads invite their daughters to do what the dad is doing.
2: Agree, I don't want to walk around Cabela's with you for the 900th time.
1: Hey! <laughs> Nor do I, big guy. See? Nor do
3: I. So, but I, but I think it's very hard for the dads to be present, and I admit it. It was hard for me it, to be present in something that they want to do. Yeah. That's difficult because we don't know how to shop for girls' clothing. As a matter of fact, in a lot of girl, girls' clothing stores, it's very uncomfortable for a man to even be in some, some of them because we're looking at our that. daughters and we're looking at the things you're wearing and we're like... I don't ever want you wearing that but that's what we know is pop and so it, there's like a dichotomy of, of like emotions that are flowing through us like you're still my little girl but yet you've got a body that's not a little girl and other guys are looking at you and now you're wearing this I don't even want to be in a store
0: let alone I'm trying to not look at the mannequin Here's So fair. one of the first time I knew I was old we're in justice which is like a little girl yeah, clothing store and <laughs> yeah, you so did. we're, we're in fair. justice oh, yeah. and they have Taylor Swift like you belong to me and I'm singing along with it and these two girls that <laughs> (laughs) work there that are like barely older than my daughter like oh look the old guy knows (laughs) (laughs)
1: and I'm like oh
0: I'm so old. I Hannah one more thing that dads can take their daughters on a date for
1: Um, I think one of my favorite like dates that we've done is just like listen to music and just like go on a car ride. I love car rides and like blasting music and speeding and (laughs) getting like ice cream or something it's just so much fun
3: you know what's funny about that's that, Hannah? A, hold on. That's a good one. But what
1: are you listening to in the car?
3: That's the question.
2: That,
1: that's exactly that what I was going to say. Uh, would not work here. <laughs> We're
2: pretty
0: good. Like, yeah. I'm a hip dad. I He's like, pretty
1: good. He he listens to Louis Rodrigo, Taylor Swift.
0: Okay, now I just lost my man card. <laughs> 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 you could have just said good, and then we could have gone to the next no, question. No, you got to go into can, it. <laughs> uh, I, Wait, hey, hey.
3: So there's a difference, though. Like, when you go with driving with mom, you listen to, like...
1: T Swizzle, right? Oh, yeah.
3: Right? When you ride with dad, you know what we listen to?
2: Not even. What do we listen to? <laughs> <laughs> Something old. Something you just old. mentioned an old man like the 10 eagles, minutes ago.
0: Yeah. The oh Eagles, my Yeah. couldn't <laughs> name a song.
2: Bro, you got because Because this is a problem with this
3: generation. No one knows how to play an instrument.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, We're not no. opening this
1: can
3: of worms. Anyways, I digress. <laughs>
2: Wait, back to the date question. I know it's supposed to be rapid fire, but real answer okay I agree with you like the not the shopping that or was not tough the go- man but I'm tired of you asking me to want to go fishing want to go walk around Cabela's no <laughs> so then you take your son so then I feel left out mm-hmm. so I say find a fair. common fair. hobby fair find this a common hobby
3: find a common find hobby a hobby
2: with your child hey yeah. we both like I don't know Lego okay not Legos but you know we what we don't like Legos <laughs> we both like movies let's go let's make it a movie thing
0: he literally yeah. goes to movies all by himself by himself
2: oh. would I have gone if I was invited yeah mm-hmm. I told him that the
0: other day. I'm like, I still haven't seen air because nobody invited <laughs> me to go see
2: it. Ditto.
0: He's like, I went and saw it all by myself.
2: Yep. Like,
0: Aww. I'm a loner.
1: That's so sad. But I
0: digress. No, I
3: know? think that's a good idea is finding something in common with, with your child is, yeah. is an important deal. I think that that's, that's huge. Um, you're right in that. That's a great answer. And I think that's a great wisdom for a lot of guys out there. Uh, I, I should have learned that earlier. It's easier, and I'll just be honest, for guys who have daughters or guys who have sons, it's probably easier for you to have a relationship with your son based upon common interests than it is to have a relationship with your daughter about common interests. That doesn't mean it makes it any less important. You're right. You're absolutely right.
0: No, it's good. And I think one of the most important questions that a dad can ask their daughter is, one more thing, Hannah. What, she was, the had totally what was the question? Totally buzzed out. What was We just finished. I'm over. She's <laughs> Sorry, like, I, really I saw points. it on her face, and then I'm like, I'm gonna bring this into a question. So this is one of the most important things that I think a dad can ask a daughter is, "What's on your heart?" Mm. She agrees. She's nodding for our podcast audience yeah. out there. I right, last last rapid fire question. Are you ready, Hannah B? Sure. What is one guilty pleasure? That you have in your life,
1: Takis. I like Takis. Those
0: are so disgusting. <laughs> no, I good. Get Takis. I, I love flaming hot Cheetos, but Takis just feel like a flaming hot Cheeto with and even gives on. me heartburn. Yeah. Ooh. All right, to you, Macy.
2: Guilty pleasure is reality TV. And romance novels that are both from the devil.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Of course. Oh, that's
2: awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I watch it all Vanderpump, Real Housewives. I'll take it all.
3: (laughs) Okay. We should have a reality TV show of our family.
2: (sighs) Yeah. I'm not going to comment on that one. Why not? (laughs) I don't know. It could either be a really hit show or like a disaster.
0: All right, guys, out there, if you liked this and you're like, I need to be equipped with the questions, right? I want to have a relationship with my daughter. I want to have a relationship with my son. One book that I'd really recommend to you is Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You. It's by Michelle Watson. It was specifically written for dads to be able to better relate to their daughters because sometimes, like I grew up in a family with three boys, so there was no female influence. And I got this book and I love it love it because it literally has full date ideas and Hannah you and I we would go out to a coffee coffee shop I told you like I'm not being original here Hannah I have a list of questions that are going to help us talk and we would talk and it was really cool because the first one was pretty light hey what what radio station do you listen to what's and she's like radio you mean Spotify
1: (laughs) Music,
0: And, and, um, but it was, what's your favorite artist and, and stuff like that. But each date, each hour segment got a little deeper and got a little yeah. deeper to the point where she was talking about where I had broken her heart. And that's not a fun question to ask. And the good thing is it's not date one. It's after you build some trust. So again, it's called dad. Here's what I really need from you. It's by Michelle Watson. Um, and you can listen to her podcast. I can't remember what it's called. But she has a podcast. If you look her up, and she talks about, I don't want to be the hero. I want to be the dad whisperer, kind of like Roxanne, that tells papas out there what can they say to their daughters to help encourage and invigorate those relationships. Because guys, those are those are the toughest relationships you're going to have to 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 manage and and to pour into. It's interesting,
3: you know. We're talking about this, and now that my daughter is married uh, to a great guy, uh,
0: success.
3: Yeah. To a great guy. I mean, we love him deeply. It's It's the right guy for her. Uh, we could have never picked anybody better. Um, and now that she's married, it's interesting how your relationships evolve over time. Right. Um, and as guys, as dads, you have to be prepared to, um, allow the relationship to evolve. And I think that's one thing that as we get older as men that we don't like to do sometimes, like I still look at my daughter as my child, but she's not, she's actually somebody's wife. Yeah. And I think that that's hard to to take into consideration. I remember the day I gave her away was the day I realized that I am no longer the the man in her life. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. You heartless. One. Oh, <laughs> no, That's a great <laughs> thing. That's a great thing. You know, when when you give that exchange away and, and you realize that what you've done, what you've invested and all the times that you've spent, the things you've done, the sacrifices you've made and you get to give that away. <coughs> Excuse me. You get to give that away to another man. What your hope is, what your hope is, is that he will realize one day who she is and all that he has and all that she can become, because you've already seen it being developed. Aww. And so I think that that's one of the coolest things about having a daughter and having a, a daughter who's married and older. Now I've got a 16 year old daughter that I'm still trying to figure out a little bit along the way here. Um they're all different. They're all different. And and that's the one thing that, uh, you know, guys, that we want to relay to you as men out there is become a student of your kid. Don't think you know the answers to the test. Become a student. And what I mean by that is observe, ask questions, look at personalities, look at decisions. And, de- and, and one decision for one child might not be the same decision for every child.
0: And be conscientious to foster
3: the heart, not just – um, lay the law.
0: Oh, and you told me something recently when I was I was having a tough time about our children's decision and their what what's going well in their life and what goes wrong in their life can't be our identity.
3: It's their identity, and we're there to foster and come alongside. That's the hard thing I think is, guys. We want to control even our children, good and good luck. <laughs> but not only that, they're not our children. We are the steward. And that was the word to use. We're yeah. a steward of what God is doing in them and through them and of his creation. So we need to steward that well. I want to ask one question as we leave. We're going to wrap this session up. Uh, we wish you guys a happy Father's Day, but I got one specific question for Macy and for Hannah. Before we go, that's not on script. Hannah, not on script. Them. Here it goes. Um, in honor of Father's Day, Hannah, what's one thing you would thank your father for?
1: thank him for just being a leader to our family and just an example for all the family a godly example
3: thank you baby and mace
2: i would thank you for being there for me always in the good times and the bad times even when i was frustrated and didn't want you there i knew you were always there
3: Fair enough. Thank you. I appreciate Scott. that. That's good. Now, now that's our present. That's all we, we needed.
0: There that's our present.
2: Happy Father's. I'm off the hook. <laughs>
0: You're off
3: the <laughs> hook. Happy Father's off.
2: Day.
0: You young women did amazing. Thank you so much. A two part segment. We really appreciate you, men. We appreciate you. We are calling June. Pride. Oh no, wrong month. We're we, are, we <laughs> consider. <laughs> We just got canceled. <laughs> we just
3: were canceled that
0: quick. We just want to honor you as men. And I don't think it's a mistake that's Pride Month. We want to honor you as men and the calling that's on your life and the responsibility and the duty that's on your life, that you have taken that up, that you are championing that, that you are listening to podcasts like this and others because you want to grow spiritually. You want to grow as a leader. You want to grow as a man of God in your family. It is a tough job. It, it rarely gets recognized positively in society today, but we're saying thank you. And you're well done. You are being faithful, and there is a blessing that comes out of that. Which
3: is crazy, because when you think about the culture, and we're going to end with this comment, when you think about the culture, every TV show growing up for kids
0: puts the dad in a doofy, goofy, idiotic light. Starting in like nineteen. 90 or yeah something. they make him look like an idiot but like it, the it dad. wasn't pre that no Colum- but or columbus Cosby's the smartest guy on the show so somewhere it started father knows best right brady bunch those dads weren't doofuses it started like it could be tim allen's fault it could. Yeah. No, so
2: don't blame Santa. I love <laughs> Santa. It, if you look at yeah. home improvement,
0: so,
3: which is interesting, right? And so we want to say this to you guys out there. Um, you're the culture, the <laughs> culture says that, you know, and you're, you may think your kids think you're an idiot because the culture has been ingraining that from Hannah Montana's all the way down. Right. Um, but you're not. Both girls whispered, "I but I love Hannah I know, Montana. You know,
2: my name. I We're did. running out of time, but that's a bad example. Billy Ray was a single dad there for Hannah Montana. Oh, All yeah. right,
3: fair <laughs> enough. Anyways, um, I just want to say this to you uh, as guys. God has given you a role, and he would not have entrusted you with the kids you have if he didn't find you equipped enough to lead in the role he's given you. Mm, that's good. And maybe some of you are feeling discouraged as a parent. Maybe you're feeling discouraged as a father, a failure as a father. I want to tell you, rise up because God has given you the leadership, the experience, the humbleness, and ultimately the responsibility to raise his creation and he entrusts you with it. And that might mean because he's entrusted with you and you might not know what to do, that might mean what he's entrusted you to do is seek help in order to find out what to do. The comeback's on. The comeback's on. So, anyways, hey guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, you can check us out on our website, which is firstadam.com. That's one S-T Adam because we could not afford the word first. So, it's 1stadam.com. That's, dot com. True That's true a true story. story. Uh, or check us out on social media. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all the other us uh, stuff like Spotify, that
0: Spotify, Spotify Apple uh, Podcast. Share us with your friend because it is not good for man. To be alone. That was a good episode, young ladies. How much do we got to pay him?
1: I got to get royalty.
0: We're out.
3: Happy Father's Day.